the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Three days. Three days of exciting, exhilarating, exuberant Playoff football. That's what we have here on the horizon in the NFL. It's a super wild card weekend for the first time ever. Uh, and I'm loving the fact that the NFL has stretched this out uh, to extend our experience, uh, Lundy. So, uh, out of the sides and totals of all the games offered Saturday through Monday, which one are you willing to hammer the heaviest uh, in this upcoming wild card weekend, my friend? Who day? That's who I'm hammering. Oh, yeah. We're taking the Cincinnati Bengals to uh, finally uh, break through. There will be tears in the stands. Grown men will be hugging other drunk grown men to celebrate the Bengals with a playoff victory. Yes, who day is who I am leaning towards. Now, we've seen this line move around, Brad. It was minus four. I've seen it at minus five. I've seen it up to minus five and a half. I'm happy to just take the straight line on that one but i'll tell you what uh bet mgm as an example if i go ahead and push it just a bit because i think cincinnati's going to win this uh and i think down the stretch they're going to take care of it if i go ahead and push it to a minus six and a half mm-hmm. um so it, it, they just need to win by a touchdown i actually get into plus odds it turns into a plus 105 i know that's not a lot um and some of you may be like i don't know i'm going to stick with the five or or whatever i i just i got a good feeling about the bengals tomorrow um in the in the game that kicks everything off so i'm actually willing to not only take them on the spread but if you want to get some plus odds i'm willing to push it up to a minus six and a half i i think vegas is playing on house money if you'll pardon the pun um but at the same time i just i think this is cincinnati's i think they're at home i think that crowd is going to be absolutely insane um and i'm all about the bengals tomorrow yeah it's really odd i've seen a lot of people smart minds in the business that are all over vegas uh, because of the kind of the odd line at the five, and they think that Las Vegas is going to be able to cover this thing. I mean, they weren't even remotely competitive at home in the first matchup earlier this season. I know no two games are ever the same, and that's something I constantly pound the table on. But, man, if this Cincinnati offense is, you know, firing on all cylinders and it is the well-oiled machine that we saw down the stretch, I don't think it's going to be all that close. And what I like about the Bengals, too, is that they can play in variable ways, right? They can play in a shootout vertically with the triplets at wide receiver, or they can ground and pound you to death with Joe Mixon. So this is why this Cincinnati team, and I've been saying this all week, is probably the best value on the board to take the AFC. You can get it at a plus 850 right now at Caesars. Or to win the entire enchilada, which can also get it eighteen to one at Caesar. Some of the other books a little bit less than that, seventeen to one and sixteen to one. But yeah, I like that call. I also like the Eagles this weekend, and I liked them at eight and a half, and now it's up to nine and a half. Is what they're catching are the Eagles against Tampa Bay. Uh, I think the public narrative is it's Tom Brady. It's the postseason. You can't fade him. You got Leonard Fournette back to go along with Evans, Gronk, and Gronk's going to go off. Uh, you know, aside from the attempted insurance fraud that he uh, has every single weekend on the commercials with USAA. He's a guy that's going to have uh, just a dynamite uh, Sunday morning or afternoon, uh, depending upon what time zone you're in. But the Eagles, I think, can really take advantage of eating up the clock, keeping this uh, high-powered offense on the sidelines. Uh, With a lot of Jalen Hurts and the RPO, you're going to get Miles Sanders back as well. 
Um, I, I, nine and a half is too many points. And, and if Tampa resembles the team that gave up a buck 38 on the ground to New York Jets running backs a couple of weeks ago, uh, they will keep this thing nice and snug. And if you want some money line action, again, I'm all over San Francisco. I think they're going to go into Jerry's world and knock off the Cowboys plus 140 right now on the gold panners to strike it rich there in Big D. With that, let's get to it on this Football Friday edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy props. Props and more player props with this six-pack of games. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, I like the Niners. And I am going to uh, synergize, bring it all together, correlate here. And I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell on the over 19 and a half rush attempts at plus 100 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. The last five games that Mitchell's been on the field, and he's been battling some injuries. Uh, but, you know, he's been a limited participant in practice this week, but that's more maintenance than anything else. He is going to be a focal point in this game. So last five games with Mitchell in uniform, 27 rush attempts, 27, 22, and a loss to Seattle, 21 and 21. If I am of the mindset that San Francisco is going to waltz in to the AT&T Stadium, if that's what it is called anymore, and get the W, it is going to be on the back and on the legs of Elijah Mitchell. Uh, he was fantastic in the regular season, number four in yards after contact per attempt. And Dallas, uh, as I've said before, their primary vulnerability is in the trenches, defending the run, giving up 4.34 yards per carry, 85.3 rush yards per game to the running back position over the entirety of the regular season. So Lundy, fade or follow the rookie running back, Elijah Mitchell, over 19.5 rush attempts again, plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, you shall not seduce me with your juice, Mr. (laughs) Evans. I will fade you on this one. I actually think he's going to finish out right around 17 or 18. I think it's going to be close, uh, but I'm going to fade him. I'm going to take the under uh, with this one uh, at 19 and a half. You've actually got to go all the way back to week 12 uh, of the regular season with Josh Jacobs and the Raiders to find, which was uh, the the, the Thanksgiving game, uh, to find a back that went over 19 and a half carries against the Cowboys. So, yes, there is some vulnerability there in the trenches. And I think that, you know, we know that, you know, Shanahan's a smart uh, offensive mind. Uh, But even with some of their vulnerabilities, we haven't seen somebody do this to Dallas, like I said, since uh, J.J. did it back uh, on Thanksgiving Day. So I'm going to fade you on this one. I think he's going to be close. I think he's going to be utilized a lot. I think you're right about the game script. I just don't think it's going to get to 20. All right, we'll see how uh, tight this is and who ultimately will prevail with Elijah Mitchell. Number four. All right, let's go to a game that's going to be tea chattering. Uh, and I tell you what, a lot of shrinkage. A lot of shrinkage if you don't layer up and you're on the field. And uh, maybe we're all going to be pa- packing and popping Viagra, even watching from our couch uh, to get the blood flowing, as Bart Scott recommended hilariously on television yesterday. Uh, But it is going to be in the single digits for this New England Patriots and Buffalo Bills rematch uh, part three on the season. And it's split, you know, right down the middle. Uh, Buffalo got one win in Foxborough and, of course, New England. And that masterful coaching performance by Bill Belichick when they went full Navy military school style and Mac Jones only had the three pass attempts and wind-driven conditions. Uh, Remember, the Pats got that W. So uh, trying to exact revenge, I guess, from that game at home there in Orchard Park. And I tell you what, I think it's going to be not to the extreme that we saw in that wind-driven game, uh, but I think it is going to be a conservative approach 
for Bill Belichick and company here. And for that reason, I'm going to take the under on 30.5 pass attempts for Mac Jones. Again, game time temperatures are forecasted at 4 degrees. Four with wind chills uh, hugging around minus 10 Fahrenheit. Uh, now the Buffalo Bills, you can't throw on them. Uh, give it up just 5.76 pass yards per attempt, 179.2 pass yards per game. Uh, and remember back in week 16, Mac Jones, now he had 32 pass attempts in that contest, but just a buck 45, uh, zero touchdowns to the air and a pair of INTs. Uh, since week nine, he has been under 31 pass attempts and six of nine games. So a whole lot of rah, 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 rah. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, I believe, is on the agenda in this one. And for that reason, I think Mac Jones may only chuck it around 25 times unless, Lundy, of course, this game script just gets wildly out of control. And from the get-go, the New England Patriots are chasing. So, fade or follow, Mac Jones under 30.5 pass attempts. Just a minus 105 juice at BetMGM. Flying off the top of the Econo line van right down to the Costco plastic table, Brad. That's what we're <laughs> going to be doing with Bill's Mafia. Uh, I'll follow you on this one. I, okay. I think he's going to – I agree with you that I think, you know, it's not going to be the extreme that we saw um, uh, earlier this season. It's not going to be what we saw in week 13. Um, but I do think that we are going to look at a conservative approach. I think we're going to look at a lot on the ground. The only way that changes, I'm with you, is if the game script changes. But – at the same time, if the Patriots start off slow, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and keep everything close, then even if the game script does get ugly, I still don't think he's going to get to 31 pass attempts. So, yeah. uh, because I think Belichick will stick to his guns at least to get things started. Same thing with Josh McDaniels. Um, so I like the under on this one, and I think he's like Brad. I'm not even sure he'll get to 25. Um, I mean, oh, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be comfortably under this number. I really do. Yeah, and look, if you like that, you might as well take the under on 205.5 pass yards as well, because I don't think he's going to crack 200. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I, 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 I think that if you put all that narrative together, I, I think like this is going to be a fun game tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it, but uh, in part because I want to watch Bill's Mafia be stupid when it's negative 10 <laughs> outside. Um, but, you know, that's that's part of the fun. It's, you know, the, it's this it's the uh, people watching, if you will, not no just doubt. the football watching. Uh, but, yeah, I think if you if you stick underneath that, like I said, I think he's going to be closer to 25, maybe 24. Um, and I also think that if that's the case, you got to correlate that with the yardage. Absolutely. Fade Mac Jones and brr, whole lot of hard nips at Orchard Park. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's talk uh, Devin Singletary. Same game, different name here, Lundy. And my eyeballs just expanded massively, uh, nearly jumped out of their sockets. Uh, when I saw this line open, and it was one I was sitting on. It's not rush yards for Devin Singletary. It has everything to do with receiving yards. And I'm breaking out the sledgehammer. Double unit bet for me on this. Minus 114 at FanDuel on the over 13 and a half receiving yards for the product of Florida Atlantic. Now, uh, last game out uh, against the New England Patriots, uh, he went well over this number. In fact, uh, on six targets, he got five catches for 39 yards in that Week 16 showdown. On the season, New England rather friendly in the short field uh, to pass catching backs, giving up 5.5 catches per game, 48.6 receiving yards per game, 18 RBs have gone over this proposed threshold against uh, the Hoodie and company this season. And Singletary, you know, not just a one-trick pony. 
You know, he's a guy that Josh Allen refused to throw to early on in the season, but down the stretch, they have been leaning more and more on him in a multidimensional role. He's ran at least 16 routes in his last five games and has been over this 13-and-a-half number in three of his last five. So, Lundy, you're going to break out the sledgehammer with me on this one and tail Devin Singletary over 13-and-a-half receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel, fade or follow. Yes. Hammer this one, yes. folks. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. If you go back to, uh, you, you already talked about uh, the the performance that he had uh, in the last time out, the five catches for 39. But here's the thing. Zach Moss had one for 13 yards. Huh, so even if there aren't a ton of targets for Singletary, we know that the Patriots are vulnerable here. So I like I think Singletary, all he needs is like two. Um, he doesn't need the five catches for 39 even that he had a few weeks ago. Really, all he needs is two catches because the Patriots are vulnerable to it. If Zach Moss, for crying out loud, can get 13 on one catch, uh, Singletary, who is is a, a better back, in my opinion, uh, than Zach Moss, can easily get to this one. I like uh, this bet a lot. It's one of my favorite props for Saturday. All right. Dive in on Devin Singletary. Stick around for our top player prop picks on this super wild card weekend, plus additional action across the smorgasbord of sports betting in bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back after it, and uh, maybe this is going to be the final act of Big Ben Roethlisberger's career as the Steelers are heavy underdogs in Arrowhead against Money Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. A catch in 12 and a half, but I like uh, Patch Mahomes to, to scoot. Uh, again, as I jokingly always say, uh, when he is running out there, it looks like uh, he's in with the after effects of a late-night Taco Bell run, and he is certainly going to dash to the border in this one. Give me the over. On 16 and a half rush yards. And early bonus time. Uh, Give me the over as well on 10 and a half yards longest run. Uh, Pull both of those lines from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, It's minus 125 in the longest rush prop. And minus 115 at DK and Caesars on the 16 and a half rush yards. Uh, You look at Mahomes down the stretch. uh, He's been over this number in four of his last five. Uh, But coincidentally, uh, he went zero rush attempts. Uh, for zero yards in that blowout win against the Steelers back in week 16. But I think that's anomalous. Uh, the Steelers front, and very assertive, very aggressive. You know, they set the pace in total sacks uh, in the regular season. T.J. Watt getting the record, all that jazz. You know that story. But here's the thing about Mahomes, and I interviewed uh, Rob Collins, who covers his team for the local Fox affiliate there in Kansas City on the SiriusXM show on Thursday. And I brought up this prop to him. And he goes, oh, yeah, I I definitely take that over because Mahomes has historically ran more in the postseason. So I went back and checked out those numbers. Well, he's averaging 31.7 rush yards per game in the postseason in his career. And during the regular season, five quarterbacks went over this number against the Steelers, including Justin Herbert and Ryan Tannehill, who, in terms of rushers, are cut from a similar cloth, opportunistic in nature. So, feed or follow, my man, Patrick Mahomes in a little boot scooting boogie to get to 17 rush yards. So, we get on the over 16 and a half, minus 115, whether DraftKings or Caesars. And then give me your thoughts, too, on that longest rush yards prop at 10 and a half for Mr. Mahomes. 
uh, obviously, if you're going to go with one, you're going to go with both. Uh, if you're going to if you're going to take the 16 and a half over, then I think you take the over on the 10 and a half. I don't have the same level of confidence that you mm. do with this one. Mm. Um, and part of it is because I just I, I, this could be such an ugly game. This could this could really uh, uh, get out of hand. I mean, this this could Ron Burgundy. Okay, I mean, it could escalate quickly, um, and that's got <laughs> me uh, and that's got me a little concerned about how much Mahomes uh, will in fact wind up running because it could be a hey, let's live to fight next weekend as opposed to you tweaking your ankle on the sideline kind of thing. Um, but I do agree. If you're going to go with one, you need to go with both. You are emphatic. You are excited. You apparently have had an energy drink this morning, so <laughs> I'll roll. I'll roll with you, uh, but I don't share quite the same like just you know rah rah enthusiasm that you do on this one. Just because, like I said, I, it would not surprise me whatsoever for this to be the shittiest game of the weekend to try to watch. Like gotta, we may be channel flipping. I got a gut feeling the Steelers are going to come and be competitive. I do. I, Twelve and a half points. Tom Little have them. Tom Little have them ready. I, 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 he'll he'll have them ready and he'll have them fired up. But eventually. I mean, Brad, Big Ben is what we've been seeing, man. I mean, it's it's wounded uh, he's ducks. He's done. It's, yeah, I mean, yes. he's noodly armed. I mean, he should be a Campbell Soup spokesperson. I mean, yes. it's ridiculous right now. But maybe he got an arms transplant, you know, during well, uh, these it, few days leading up to this contest. You know, maybe a little, you know, give him a, a shot. Of, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what. Just, you know, a couple go of find, extra curls in the gym, something, you know, man. A, a, a horse hormone. I, I don't know. <laughs> just like find something for him. But four uh, locos, so, maybe. So, yeah, that would do it, I think. So, again, I will follow because you're pretty emphatic on this one. I do think that if you're going to do one, you should do them both because they will probably correlate together. Um, I'm just not quite as high on this one as you are. Oh, I am high as a kite. On Patrick Mahomes. Number one. All right, let's round it out. My favorite player prop on the board. Uh, honestly, it's not even close. And this is a, a double unit bet for me. And I've got way too many double unit bets. So I'm going to go down in a blaze of glory. Uh, and it's including on this one. And Rob Gronkowski is going to have himself a damn fine day. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, again, I think this game is going to be highly competitive. It's why I like Philly plus a nine and a half. But Gronk is going to do work, and he is going to inflict some serious irreparable damage on the Eagles because the biggest area of susceptibility for Philadelphia has been covering the tight end. They're allergic to it. In the regular season, they gave up 6.3 receptions per game, 60.9, kind of nice, receiving yards per game, and the most touchdowns to tight ends, 14 in total. Uh, you look at Gronk uh, over the last couple of games, 20 targets, 17 catches, 252 yards. Uh, a lot of that, of course, was some bonus money motivation that Brady was you know, trying to get him. But he has been over this in six of his last eight. And remember earlier this season, it was O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait uh, who were catching balls for Tom Brady and not Gronk. And they combined well north of this proposed 55.5 line. So given the salivating matchup, given the fact that Gronk has been blowing up here down the stretch. Remember, uh, you're still picking up the slack from Antonio Brown exiting. Uh, and I don't know if you saw, he was like hanging out with Kanye West and his new girlfriend. It was all weird. I saw that video yesterday. It was the strangest like collection of human beings in one place at one time. Uh, check it out on social media. You'll get exactly what I'm, um, I'm telling you here. But anyway, back to Gronk. Uh, he's got a Gronk spike in the end zone. I grabbed it at plus 125 at any time. Touchdown as well at FanDuel. That's now at minus 105, and I would still get that. And I think he's going to be well in the 70s here, Lundy. So 
Hell, he may even double this number and, and reach the hundreds. Uh, fade or follow, my friend. Gronk over 55.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Is it a Gronk smash? It is a Gronk smash, and eventually we're going to find him an insurance company that'll take him. Um, <laughs> you know, at some at some point, or, we will. or he's going to get arrested for attempted fraud. Yeah, that could be that could be part of it too. And I wish that he would leave Frank alone in that ad. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. bad for the guy. Like I Gronk refuses to leave his his business. Like leave him alone already, Gronk. <laughs> move on. Try to find somebody else. Clearly, Frank the is not down busy. with it. He's got yeah. customers to attend to. He's got stuff to do. Leave Frank alone. Uh, yes, we're going to take the receptions. We're going to take the anytime touchdown. Uh, I like a lot of the props with uh, with Gronkowski. If you're looking for uh, an opportunity on Sunday to build yourself a same-game parlay uh, out of the Eagles uh, and Tampa game, I, I would I would make sure that you've got a couple of legs of that or maybe build yourself like maybe two different same-game parlays, like three legs apiece. Um, but I would make sure that you've got Gronk a part of those because because I do think he's going to play a big role in this game. Yeah, the SGP should be uh, paying handsomely on anything related to Gronk. All right, before we get out of here on this Friday, Lundy, uh, we got other sports that are going on, and I've got some additional NFL bets I need to fire off on. So let's hit it. Bonus time. What do you got? All right, uh, I've got a few, so uh, put your feet up for a second, folks. Uh, first of all, Brad, I was looking at your spreadsheet uh, that you have online. Folks, if you've never seen it, Brad's compl- Brad's got all of his picks, uh, that all of his bets that he makes uh, posted up on a spreadsheet. You can find Color-coded. the link on Twitter. Color-coded. Uh, yeah, you can find the link on Twitter. Uh, Brad, you're high as a kite if you think that Joe Mixon's going to have 20 rush attempts. I'm taking the under on that one. I already saw that you're taking the over. Yeah. I'm taking the under on that one, uh, going along with Elijah Mitchell uh, as well. Mixon has done this uh, four times all year. Uh, so, no, he's not going to have One of those four one... times was against Vegas. He had a 30 rush attempt game. Yeah, that's – no, no. You're, <laughs> you're like, like I said, you're high as a kite. All right, so that's my, uh, that's my extra bonus time for tomorrow's uh, player props uh, for the NFL. In the NHL tonight, uh, a quick same gamer for you. Colorado, Brad, on the money line against Arizona is a minus six – Hundred. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's insane in hockey, folks. Uh, but I figured out a way that I can get myself. Um, I got it last night at a plus 115. Right now it's at a plus 105, but at least it's plus odds, which is take Colorado minus one and a half. So for them to win by two or more goals um, and over on five and a half total goals to be scored in the game. If you same game those two things together, you get yourself to a plus 105. Um, other two uh, hockey games tonight, take the Florida Panthers on the money line, take the Minnesota Wild on the money line. Put those two together. Uh, both heavy favorites. Put them both together. You've got a plus 143. I love the Chicago Bulls tonight. Minus mm. four against Golden State. Yep. Golden State has already come out and said uh, that Draymond is out. Wiseman is out. Gary Payton Jr. is out. Clay Thompson is out. Uh, and this is after the Warriors got their asses handed to them uh, by and the Giannis. Bulls. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's ugly. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bulls uh, minus the four in that one. And then uh, in college hoops, Brad, I'm, yes. I'm dipping into your pool. Let's do it. Um, uh, first of all, uh, I'll happily take them plus the two and a half, but I'm also going to put a half a unit on the money line. That is on VCU against yep. St. Bonaventure. Yep. Um, VCU has covered the spread and won straight up in six straight games games 
Uh, and St. Bonaventure can't get out of their own way right now. They are 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games. So I know this is a home game for the Bonnies, but what the hell is wrong with this team right now? So I'm taking, uh, like I said, I'm taking VCU plus the 2.5, but I'm also putting a half a unit on VCU to win straight up at plus 120. Yeah, St. Bonaventure's got all kinds of issues, and it's uh, puzzling because this is a, an upperclassman-laden uh, team, but they had COVID issues galore. They, they had a pause, basically for a month but I'm with you on that one in fact that's part of my bonus time I got a two-leg alt liner for tonight VCU plus five and a half so take it up a little bit and taking Monmouth to take down St. Peter's on the money line just went straight up on the road a wide discrepancy disparity on Bartorvik between Monmouth and St. Peter's uh St. Peter's I think north of 200 in the overall rankings there and Monmouth a, a top uh, 90 teams, so I think they'll handle business on the road there. Plus 124 if you put those two together. My University of Illinois Fighting Illini are going to kick the ass of Michigan tonight. I'm going to be in the house, uh, maybe a few Coors Lights in uh, there at uh, State Farm Center, but uh, there's some bad blood between these teams. Uh, Illinois fans have a disliking for Jawan Howard after the begging and pleading and getting his way with the title last season in the Big Ten, um, and I, I think he's a bit of a crybaby. Uh, honestly, and, and I think there are a lot of people in the line of nation who agree with me, and, and I think there are a lot of players that are using that as motivation. Michigan has been just such a huge disappointment this season. And Illinois right now, in terms of uh, defensive efficiency, in terms of offensive efficiency, setting the pace in the Big Ten in both of those categories, Kofi Coburn uh, going up against Hunter Dickinson is going to be must-see TV, uh, but the difference in this game will be the sharpshooters, Alfonso Plummer, Jacob Grandison, Trent Frazier from outside for the Illini. So I think they're going to cover the nine and a half no bias baked into that viewpoint at all minus 110 at bet mgm let's go to the nba uh, how about a same game parlay for one individual only and that is evan mobley uh taking on the san antonio spurs give me 14 plus points seven plus rebounds and a blocked shot all three of those at plus 20, 125. He has done this in six of his last seven games. And the Spurs have given up the eighth most opponent rebounds per game. On top of that, too, they're number 20 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. And then finally, a couple of uh, rapid-fire player props uh, that I also like uh, for this upcoming weekend's action. Give me the under on Zeke Elliott, 51.5 rush yards. Uh, do it a little research. San Francisco the last six games of the regular season gave up just 2.94 yards per carry and 49 rush yards per game to the running back position. That's extraordinary. Uh, Push got Tony Pollard back there, so I don't think he's going to escape the 40s in that contest. I like the over on Debo Samuel, 28.5 rush yards as well. And then last but not least, a uh, same game parlay, uh, and we're going to touch on this again on Monday, but I just want to get this out there now. Uh, in case the uh, lines change, give me Cooper Cup, 95-plus receiving yards. Tyler Higby's very quietly had a sensational finish uh, to the regular season, 25-plus yards. Both of those thresholds hit. It's plus 125 on the same gamer on Monday night against the Cardinals at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this loaded edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.